Welcome to Tell You Later, the show where you learn so little about so much and vice versa. Sincere thanks to all those who support us on Patreon. See the full list at the end of the show. By the way, there's always room for more. And don't forget to like and subscribe to their channel. We haven't got a title song for this show, so we're singing this thing instead. Okay. It's really just a substitute, nonetheless. The melody may stay in your head. Oh, I hope so. Cause it's a tune. It's a tune. You'll love to croon. You'll love to croon. Ah, but there's one thing you should know. We have to confess we do not possess a title song for this show. Ain't it peculiar? Believe it or not. We haven't got a title song for this show. Oops. <laughs> Welcome to an adventurous Tell You Later. I am here with my co-host today. We could call her a guest, but I'm going to call her co-host. Okay. Maybe we need to scoot a little closer. Yeah. Just a little bit closer. There we go. Melissa Garcia, my friend from Brazil, who now lives in Portugal, who's actually very well known <laughs> in Brazil and in the Portuguese-speaking world. There's so many cool things about you. Uh, she is Brazil's first animation voice director for original animation. She's in Sailor Moon, Sailor Star. She's been all kinds. Well, okay. How many things can I say about you in two seconds? In two seconds? No. <laughs> she's she's been uh, uh, on a lot of cartoons, commercials, voiceover. She's been doing this for how many years? Mm, around 23, 25, I don't know. A long time. And I want to tell you our story. I think it's really cool. I was going to record this in a cafe because when... You'll hear from our story when Melissa first contacted me. We recorded an interview with uh, America's preeminent voiceover director, Andrea Romano, mm -hmm. at a Starbucks in, mm -hmm. in Burbank. But we're going to go backwards. So first of all, thank you to the patrons who've been supporting the show. We really appreciate you. Um, we're going to talk about, just so you know, how we met, mm -hmm. what she's doing, and what it's like to do voiceover uh, for her in Brazil, how it's different from the United States, because she's very familiar with the U.S., and what it's like moving here, mm -hmm. and okay. she's a mom, and all that cool stuff. As you can see behind us is a Portuguese river. Oh, yeah. Rio Douro. In Porto. In Porto, yes. And it's important. <laughs> I think that's what she said. Um, there's a really cool bridge, but I don't know. We'll no. have to pick up the camera and no. move it. So it's pouring rain. The wind is blowing. It's like outside, except it really is beautiful. So you get to view. We're in an Airbnb. We are in Portugal. Yes. And uh, actually, we're about three hours away from where you live mm -hmm. in yeah. Lisbon. Yeah. Right. Actually lives outside of Lisbon, like in the countryside. So tell us a story about how you first contacted me. All right. So I was going to LA to do some voiceover workshops and um, 
at the time, I think I was dubbed being uh, totally spies. I'm in Totally Spies. She's in Totally Spies. I did Alex's voice in Totally Spies in English, and Melissa dubbed Alex in Portuguese. Brazilian yeah. Portuguese. In Brazilian Portuguese. Yeah. So I was kind of looking after the actress that was uh, Alex's voice. So I got into her website and I emailed her saying, "Well, I'm voice of Alex in Brazilian Portuguese. I'm going to LA. I would like to meet you and, you know, say thank you in person for such a beautiful work and it's it's an honor and a pleasure to work with your work." And Katie emailed me back and the name and the subject of the email, I remember, it was wow. <laughs> <laughs> How long ago is this? Around 10 years, I guess. 10 at least. Yeah. 10 years ago, and, and internet has come a long way in 10 years. Yeah. So this was, you know, email was like 20 years old maybe then. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, well. I mean, not 20 years old then, or maybe 10 years old then. So to get an email from Brazil was pretty awesome. And shout out to my son, Adam, for making my website. Thank <laughs> you. There, there's a big echo in here. In Europe carpet isn't very common so you're just gonna have to bear with the echo yeah so and then so well there was wow the subject and then katie was like do you want to stay in my house and i was like oh my god well let's skype first and make sure that you like me so it was kind of i think between between us it was kind of we got friends like as pretty much as a kid that you see each other and you say, do you want to be my friend? Well, yes, I want to be your friend. So, all right, so let's be friends. <laughs> so we, we became great friends like this. And, uh, and so Melissa's done a lot of training in the U.S. Well, she's also a voiceover coach. She works with people in Brazil, especially all the time, mm -hmm. uh, sharing what she knows because she's trained with a lot of people in the U.S. Yeah. And since we became French, she's brought two groups of Brazilian voice actors to the United States yeah. to learn from what, Ned Lott and Bob, Bob Morgan, and Andrea Romano. Andrea, she's, she's organized all these wonderful things. As a matter of fact, I got to do a workshop with her last week, last yeah. week uh, over Zoom with her Brazilian people, and I got to help coach them and they basically heard the same thing in English as they hear from her in Portuguese, yeah. but it was fun. So, when you you're you're a trained stage actor, yeah. How did you get into voiceover? Well, I loved cartoons, and I, for some reason, I knew that it was um, an actor's job to work on cartoons, and uh, I. Actually, wanted to be, you know, one of my dreams as an actor. I wanted to be a stage actor for life. But then, I, in one of my rehearsals, I heard of someone that was that took a dubbing training. So I took a dubbing training, and then um, I started to work on dubbing. And at that time, um, there were. It was it was 1997, so the cable TV was just like boom, and we had a lot of content to dub, and there were not enough 
girls, I was 17 at that, um, at that time, and there was not enough girls trained as an actor. You know what I just realized? And if you look at me on the camera and I look at you, it'll look like we're looking at each other. Oh, yeah? Yeah, try that. I'm looking at the camera. You look at me and I'll look at you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, um... And that was pretty much it. So I, I got... Because you were young and they needed young voices yeah. for the cable. Yeah. And so I started to, you know, book my auditions for uh, shows. By the and way, in Brazil, they pay people to audition. Yeah, most of the time, yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. And we would like that, wouldn't we? Yeah. <laughs> so let me ask you, when you did Alex, did you have to try to match my voice? Yeah. Let's See what I'm yeah. saying? Like, I'm talking to you, but mm -hmm. I'm looking like I'm talking to you that way instead of turning this way so people see Yeah. Yeah. So I'm looking at you. Okay. So did you have to imitate my voice? Uh, well, not, not, well, big. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Not as much as... Well, I did, I did, I, you know, I was trying to uh, get the acting right and maybe not the voice match because for Brazilians, it would sound too childish if I did Alex as a teen with the same pitch. Oh, really? Yeah, so... Um, did I sound childish? No, of course not. <laughs> But for Brazilian audience... My, you know, the pitch was going to sound weird. So I kind of, you know, I was, I, I can't remember how So what, how did she say look out in Portuguese? Cuidado! So it was pretty much my, yeah. So it was, it was pretty much my voice. Yeah. Because I was pretty young when Did I you started. audition for all the spies? Or no, just, just Alice. Just Alice. Really? Yeah. Now how did, how, did you get to pick who you wanted to audition Oh, for? no, the director picked And we don't have a lot of people auditioning for the same part. It was just three actresses mm -hmm. auditioning for it. And Because they have to pay, so their budget probably no. doesn't. No. So, and actually, since I got replaced on Spies, you didn't. So you've been doing Spies forever. I was, I was replaced for the last season, too. Yeah, some reason. Well, the studio called me and said, what's your uh, schedule for, for the two next weeks? And I was like, well... This is it. And they never called me back. So, who knows? Yeah. So that's the wonderful world of voiceover. Mm -hmm. So, you're, you kind of created, you been, have you been training voice directors in Brazil? Yeah. Yes. How to direct, because you learned from Ned, I guess, or Andrea, yeah. how to direct. Oh, cause so, so she came to the States and she said, I want to meet Andrea Romano. Yes. And Andrea Romano and I have, n you know, known each other for years and years. Or at that time, we'd known each other, but I'd never worked for her. And I didn't know her that well. I knew her when she worked at Hanna-Barbera. And you guys might know Andrea because she directed, what, name some of the things. Oh, Batman, Animaniacs, Pinky and the Brain. Stuff, little yeah. small, small cartoons like that. Yeah. <laughs> 
So I found a way to get it because I wanted to help Melissa meet Andrea. And I think you were filming a documentary too. You wanted to meet her and you wanted to do something like what we're doing. Yeah. We're on your phone, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So I found her office and I contacted her. Little did I know that Andrea was married to a Brazilian. Yeah. So when I said, somebody's here from Brazil, they want to meet you, she was like, yeah, sure. So I was like, whoa, victory for me. Yeah. Melissa's going to really love me for doing it. <laughs> we went to a Starbucks yes. and you interviewed her. Yeah. I watched the little dog that was sitting next to us who belonged to somebody to try to keep it yeah. not I, I didn't remember about the dog, but yeah. You're, and you did this yeah. for like a YouTube magazine. Can people see it? Yeah. Well, it's all in Portuguese. Most of it is well, in Portuguese. It but the, yeah, it just has subtitles for the English part. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, and your interview was about about voice acting for animation. Mm -hmm. It was the very start of uh, original animation in Brazil and as an industry because we, we started to work on Brazilian content around um, 2011, I guess. And then uh, we started to work as an industry. You know, we had a lot of uh, cartoons to work on, but the actors were not really trained and they didn't know how to, you know, work with the schedules of original animation and, uh, you know, Everything. Well, the difference is, and I think you find it too, I found it working with your guys and even people in the U.S. because I've been doing some directing and, and people even in English who are used to dubbing, like some of you out there are really interested in anime and that's always dubbed. And that's, you have limited, you have to get it in a certain time, you have to match the lip flaps. But when you're doing original animation, you get to be creative yeah, and create the character. Yeah. But a lot of actors who are used to dubbing don't understand that they can create, yeah, right? It's challenging for some. I used to do, you know, to adapt a work that has been done already by someone else. And when they have this freedom, it's like, it kind of they get lost, some of them. But, you know, I, I got some great feedback on uh, some actors that, that worked on radio shows. And, you know, one of them, you know, he kissed me and he was like, I felt like I was doing a radio show. Well, Thank you, kid. Well, that's what people ask because I'm on Adventures in Odyssey. A lot of you know a radio show. Yeah. And animation is a lot like radio. And that's mm -hmm. why I like it because I like radio and it's the theater of the mind. Yeah. So you have to be sort of an actor of the mind. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right? Because there's no picture. There's no, you know, it's all your imagination, just like when you're listening. So I guess maybe listening to radio shows is good training for voice okay. acting. Huh? And now there's um, there's a different way of uh, voice acting. It's called um, audio dramas. Yeah, yeah kind of like that's what yeah. Avengers and Odyssey yeah. is. So yeah, so it's a good good thing. To so are you doing to. a lot of audio dramas in Brazil now? I think, I, I know there's some uh, has been done, but I'm I didn't get involved too much. Because Which of all the animation that I'm working on. She's so busy. And her husband is too. Like He's yeah. like the Joe Cipriano of Brazil, right? He does TV promos. Yeah. He also does coaching and directing. And me, yeah. They're quite the, original. Great. Yeah. So has your daughter. Her da She has a seven-year-old daughter. Has she worked on any shows? Yeah, well, she voiced two of my characters as a baby. Oh. 
Yeah, that's cute, isn't it? Yeah. What are the shows? Gerald's brother. It's not on US yet, but it's a pretty cool show. I'm hoping if they do it in English, I get to work on that. <laughs> so you play just one character, the grandma? No, a lot of. Oh, yeah. I, I play like five or seven. Five, yeah, I guess five or seven different characters on that show. Do the grandma. She's so funny. Well, I'll do it in Portuguese yes. and I'll try to um, translate it. So uh, she says, Abacate. Come abacate, bem, pra ficar com cabelo bonito. Abacate. In English, it would be avocado. Have some avocado, dear. It's good for your hair. <laughs> Oh, so cute. <laughs> <laughs> Who else do you do on the show? Well, I do the main character's friend, Lara, and she sounds like that. <laughs> and that would be, uh, in English, it would be, Gerald's brother, Gerald's brother, don't let anyone know that you got into a fight at school. Gerald's brother, Gerald's brother, don't let anybody know you got Yeah. So you decided to leave Brazil. Yeah. Yeah. And move to Portugal for a lot of reasons. Yeah. And um, coming here, how, how, I mean, you're kind of working still yeah. for Brazil. Yeah. On Brazilian time, which is what, five hours? It's now it's three hours behind. Three hours. That's not yeah. too bad. It's kind of like New York working. Yeah, in but California. it's going to be four. Like next month, it's going to be four hours behind. Yeah. So, well, that's surprise. Did COVID help? Yes, a lot. Because when I came to Portugal, I was ready to you know get any job that was available for me. Uh, Not flipping hamburgers because you're a vegan. Yeah, something maybe like, vegan burgers. But no, vegan yeah. burgers. Yeah. But um, but then when COVID striked, striked, struck. Okay. When COVID struck, 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 struck. All right. When COVID struck, um, so nobody would be in studio. So I would be, you know, kind of. I, I, I still was a good option to hire as a director since nobody was going to be in the studio. And it was, and I think it was kind of a blessing to me because they, you know, we, we got to take out all of our prejudice against, you know, working remotely. Same yeah. like in the United States, but I have to ask you a question. If you were used to going to the studio, did you already have a home studio before COVID? No, I, I kind of, I had like a home scheme, <laughs> a home something that a I fort would- blanket. Yeah, that I would, you know, do- to Blanket me. fort. Yeah, I would do any, I would do stuff to record, but I never recorded a show from home. So, uh, well, we put together uh, our two home studios at home because my husband works a lot. And so we, we kind of have two studios at home. And we had it designed by an audio engineer, you know, with good but quality. in Brazil, or are you talking about here? Uh, yeah, here. What about in Brazil? Did you already have a microphone? Did you already have all that stuff? Well, I had the microphone and I, and I knew how to work with my space to, you know, to send my uh, audios for commercials or... Well, um, so did people do... I mean, because here in the States, a lot of 
people who are working a lot didn't have home studios. Mm -hmm. It sounds like you had one in Brazil. Yeah, well, Why? I had four commercials. We didn't do a lot of uh, remote work for dubbing. Or but for commercials, for commercials, they did it remotely? yeah, 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 really? they did. Or you did your audition? Did they pay you for commercial auditions yeah. in Brazil too? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. Okay, so it wasn't unusual for you to have a home setup. Yeah. No. But, but the animation dubbing people didn't because they, they didn't have that. The yeah. Yeah. Dub. Got it. Most of the yeah, most of the people on the industry and especially the dubbing artists didn't have home studios, but then they had to, and they ended ended up doing very good studios at home. And so I think it's something that people, and some people moved, you know, to the countryside. So now I think it's something that we'll have to, you know, the union will have to think about it carefully. Because you have a union in Brazil. Yeah. yeah, so does that, living in Portugal, they still because Port, Portugal and Brazil have sort of a mutual mm -hmm. trade-off thing, right? For work. Yeah, well, but they don't have a union in Portugal. Mm. So I, you know, I still work with the union rates in Brazil, and uh, if I need to work on Brazilian Portuguese, then I will, you know, I will work with the union rates in Brazil. So now you have a challenge to get into the Portuguese market, mm -hmm. right? I know why you like this lighting. I'm looking at the camera. It's all on you. <laughs> I'm like in the shadows <laughs> interviewing you. All right, that's fine. Do you want to change seats? Should we swap? <laughs> sure. Let's see what happens. <laughs> no, because you're my guest. You're the star. See? Yeah, yeah, I got it. Yeah. Oh, well. Anyway. That's okay. I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> So you have a challenge to get into the Portuguese market. Yeah. Well, what's your plan? Well, for now, uh, I want to talk to animation people and maybe voice direct. Yeah. They don't. Uh, they. I think Portugal might start with um, TV shows and because uh, they're very known for their shorts and they make very good animation shorts. And um, but I, I noticed that they don't have a voice director, and so maybe I'll go for that. And um, and um, I was invited to work on a show on a, a special uh, animation project as a Brazilian uh, character. So maybe working as a Brazilian character in Portugal, and you know, being part of that Brazilian representation. And Europe is uh, it sounds yeah, because good to me. I guess it's like American accent versus a British accent, right? Mm -hmm. So, can you do a believable Portuguese accent? Not yet, I guess. No, we gotta work on that. Yeah. You can switch back. You look no, better it's all right. over there. Oh, it's go all right. Ahead. No, go, go, go. Okay. Yeah, they see me all the time. <laughs> okay. They see me all the time. So, how? I guess, let's see, I want to ask you this. Uh, we were talking about so many things before, but when you're coaching people, what advice do you give to your student? Oh, yes, you, I had notes, yeah. but they're on the phone oh, that okay. I'm recording well, on. Yeah. But you had some really good advice yeah, well, for actors to be in the moment. Can yeah, you remember well, what you said? Yes. Uh, I think one of the most important things... Here, scoot over. This... 
Well, I think one of the most important things is that animation does not have psychological timing. Psychological timing. I never heard this before, but explain. It means that we we can change attitudes and, you know, make a When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Big contrast on lines without psychological timing. So I think what you're saying is on camera, maybe the transitions yeah. are a little longer. Yeah. But in animation, you're, you're, you they are quicker. You can change your attitude and your moods and stuff a lot quicker. Yeah. Because it's a faster medium. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You also said that we have to make more immediate choices oh yeah it's not like theater yeah no i think we if we usually don't have time to work on the background of the characters and if you had three days to study your script and create a backstory and create all this stuff yeah how do we do it well i guess well but the thing is actors sometimes need the process of creating and i think on voice acting maybe the result, the results are part of the process, and so we results are the process. Yeah, I'm thinking about it still. Yeah, because we we need to build our character on top of the results that we are getting, and you know delivering to the directors. And uh, what does that mean in a practical sense? Let's say you're in the studio. What does that mean? Well. I think it means that if I got the, um, if I made, I have to make the, the, my choices based on what's written in that episode and make my character re- relate to the line of the dialogue and to the other characters that are around in scene, but I may not have the backstory with everyone else in the show or... So that's what you said earlier. You have to take line by line. Yeah. And apply it and to relate to the line and how much and how the line relates to the story and to other characters that are on the episode. And that's and then you will get a result on that. And then the next episode, so you got something here, and then the next episode you will have some more clues. To enjoy the full episode, please support us at patreon.com slash tell you later. Thanks a lot. It kind of stopped raining, and I think we're going to go sightseeing, so we will tell you later. is a Patreon-driven entertainment show. So what are you waiting for? Come on over. Join us at patreon.com front slash tell you later.
Tesla, here we go now. 